Good evening, Saban. Good evening, Dan. I mean, yeah, it is evening. So yeah, it's fine to say We've that. had this conversation before, like what defines evening? Yes, I think we're into the window where it's reasonable <laughs> to call it evening for sure. 5.45. Yeah, for me, I always class it as after 6pm as evening. Oh, okay. Know, so... We'll be able to go through the archives and see if your opinions have changed. No, no, I'm pretty sure I said that last time. Wow, what for me, it? it depends on, I think, the time of year. So yeah, now, moment... even if it was winter and it's sunset at like... 5 p.m. Evening is still 6 p.m. and after. Interesting. Okay, one little tangential thought quickly. Okay. It's fascinating how we just accept the fact that like sunset is hours later in the summer compared to winter. The whole like day is completely different as a yeah. result of it. Because I'm thinking in the winter, it's like pff, half four, it can get dark. Yeah. In the summer, you can be past 9 p.m. It's such a big contrast living up north in the UK, as in yeah. living relative to the world higher north in the UK. Yeah, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> also, I realised the way I worded that. We're not north in the UK. We're yeah. very south in the UK. North globally, was it latitude-wise? Yes. So, yeah, it's interesting because it, the way I go about my day in winter compared to summer is very different. Like My routines will be really different to accommodate the different like sun sunrise and sunset times and everything and then i suppose the daylight hours just make a difference on on your mood and everything the, the most depressing thing about winter is if you got to go up like you know even if you start by nine or something you're probably in and commuting and stuff and it's still dark then when there are some you know still mediocre sunlight hours throughout the day even though it's all gloomy when it comes back to 5 p.m and you're gonna leave it's dark again so yeah. it's just like zero light exposure it's like you might as well be living in sweden or something yes although sweden's not even that much further north yeah <laughs> it ends up with <laughs> um which is mad to think about for us like scotland is actually extremely far north in the world uh, because if you think yeah. the uk's geography is quite north to south it's not mm. very east to west although actually that's wrong um interestingly the 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 biggest divide in the UK's geography is on an east-west axis. So the west is a lot more like mountainous and hilly terrain, mm -hmm. and the east is very flat. But we culturally divide the UK north and south because the most north-north is like much greater than the most west-west compared to the most east-east and the most south-south. Does that make sense? The north is much taller than it is wide, right? The UK, uh. like as much <laughs> north-south-wise, it's much further than east-west-wise. That was just a lot of directions. But, <laughs> I didn't explain yeah. that well at all. <laughs> north, north, west, west. Like, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's move on to the topic of the week, which is... Yeah, kind of about fashion, clothing, and how we kind of... Not so much fashion, but how what our relationship is with clothing, I think, is probably a better way to put it rather than fashion. Because, I mean, I have no fashion sense. Neither do I, just a disclaimer. Yeah. Neither We're talking about fashion and neither of us <laughs> know anything about fashion. Yeah, really. we'd have to get a fashionista on at some point. And... But our, our, opinions, our opinions still matter mm. as, because we have to engage in it, right? It's something that everyone has to do. Yeah, basically. Whether you call it fashion or not, it's basically, it's more about what you wear and why you wear it and your thought process behind what you wear is kind of the thing we're getting at. And the reason for that is because I had a conversation with my sister uh, yesterday two days ago yesterday or two days ago and uh, yeah she was just calling asking me if i could make her dinner even though she's the good cook and i'm not but she couldn't be bothered but anyway then it transitioned onto the point that well she told me that she was basically redoing her wardrobe in, in throughout that day and her intention behind it was to just get rid of all the 
excess clothes and everything, the stuff she doesn't wear anymore. I suppose everyone does that every now and then, but she was going about it in a different way. And she said that she basically wanted to kind of arrange her wardrobe similar to how I have it in the way that, well, mine's more on the extreme end and she isn't at that point, not that she needs to get to that point, but as in she's not like as extreme as I am with mine. Whereas everything I have in my wardrobe that I wear on a daily basis, at least outside the house, is just all black. So or my normal day-to-day attire will be black t-shirt with black jeans and maybe a black hoodie depending on the temperature or, or a jacket or something. If I'm on firms or need to wear something more smart, it'd be a black shirt with black chinos and yeah, black shoes, black belt, just everything is blacked out. So it's just the same thing. I never have to think about it. And that's the kind of intention I have behind it. So I'll just have like multiple black shirts and multiple black t-shirts and stuff like that. Even down to black underwear, black socks, everything black, just don't have to think about it. But yeah, she's doing a similar thing where she said that she is now getting rid of basically everything that's always, you know, in well, she used to buy a lot of stuff following like fast fashion or just the latest trends. And then, you know, she said she even had some stuff in her wardrobe that still have the tags on because she just never even got uh, got around to wearing them. So she's getting rid of all of that. And now she's just keeping a set of clothing items to make a set couple, like few outfits so she can wear them in different scenarios with a similar kind of color scheme throughout it. So she has to put less thought behind it. Um, and yeah, just kind of kind of gets rid of that stressful part of life in terms of your outward appearance and everyone has that kind of stress to a certain level and it just made me think about how other people or how people in general go about their clothing for some people it's more intentional for some people well it's very intentional but intentional in different ways some people are out there to impress and have the late like the most expensive items right as a show of status or wealth or something even if it doesn't even look that good if it has that logo of that brand they would want to wear it so they can show it off um not not everyone's like that and some people who wear expensive stuff doesn't necessarily mean they're wearing it for that reason but you know there are going to be some people who have that mindset yeah so there there are just a lot of different intentions so that's one of them where you know you want to show off and then there's also the other thing where it could be more of a religious thing right so that's very intentional but in a very different way where you can still be wearing expensive like say if you have an abaya and you have a very nice kind of like expensive one you know materials are very nice and stuff still expensive but now but the way you're dressing and why you're why you're dressing the way you are dressing um is very different and uh, and abaya is just like the classic type of probably see a lot of muslim women wear it where it's just kind of like a big like loose fitting kind of dress thing I, I don't really know how to describe clothing items but that's that for me i like simplicity and functionality so i just don't like thinking about it and i just want to be able to kind of get up and go kind of thing so what i wear is kind of functional i can just you know break out in a sprint in my clothing if i need to um whether that's my smart clothing or my just casual clothing and the colors i don't have to think about so i can just get up in the morning and just dress i don't have to think about oh does this color go with that or that kind of thing whereas some people go about doing it that way specifically. They want to really curate their outfit each day and wear something different. Um, so yeah, it's interesting that she went down that route because I never really saw my sister going down that route because she's always been into like, you know, get, ha- having nice clothes and, you know, making nice outfits and stuff like that. Whereas I've always kind of been the opposite where, you know, it's just, I kind of have to wear clothes. So I'll just go along like that. And I think you and I are more similar in that regard. I'm definitely quite, like, I, I definitely approach it in the same way. 
I don't wear all black, but for me, I just will wear sports clothes quite a lot. Yeah. If I've not got anywhere in particular I need to go, uh, then I'll just stick on like, yeah, a football shirt and some joggers and then like... Or that, shorts. Yeah, or shorts. Like minus three outside. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like for me, it's it's also a matter of like, I don't have to make any decisions with that. And yeah, if I don't need to look smart, then I'll just take away the, the stress of having to decide what to wear. But... I definitely can see why at the same time it is nice to be able to curate your outfits and it can be a big part of a person's personality mm. because obviously it's a, a form of expression and you can tell a lot about yourself if you want to by how you dress like the also I don't know how to describe clothing very well yeah but yeah I, I'm not actually going to try to be honest but I think it's very clear that you can do that basically and I still think that there's a very large place for that you know just because i don't do it doesn't mean that yeah other people can't do that and can't enjoy that because i can i can really see the merit in it at the same time i think part of the reason why i don't put more effort into what i wear is because i don't actually know a lot about fashion yeah so i don't have the tools like i don't know how i would express myself through what, what i wear what is like socially like not socially acceptable but what socially looks good or what's in kind of thing i've thought about this recently there are some things i would like to wear i think are really cool to wear for example I, yeah. I really like maps uh as you know and okay this this didn't go in the direction that i thought it would be like oh i want to wear shirts with maps on it kind of thing i don't i don't even care how that comes across i'm just telling the truth there are <laughs> well, certain maps. i thought you were like oh i want to wear like you know nice ties kind of thing no but no fair no. enough simple maps. it's very me <laughs> there are certain maps i think are super super cool okay the like other countries with really interesting geography or something in a really interesting cool language basically I, I would be interested in wearing cool designs like that it would have to be fashionable you know i wouldn't want to just stick on a world map and, and wear that that's a bit like random but mm. yeah some some of the countries i think have very cool maps and like cities in them and i think i would be able to express if i put a lot of effort into it and found the right resources i think i'd be able to wear things that i think are super cool and like mm. Uh, do you see what I'm where yeah. I'm coming from there? So you said you'd still want it to be fashionable. What? How do you define fashionable? Like, why would it not be fashionable to just wear a shirt with a map on it or something? So I'm looking at it very simplistically and it's just saying aesthetically pleasing. Okay. I still think you can make a map look nice. For example, if you've got a consistent background color mm. and you just have pure line, like a, a, an outline basically. Okay. And the the fir, there's no fill color, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So you've just got the outline of a country on a map so it's basically just the country's shape yeah and to someone who doesn't know what that country is it will just look like some squiggles on the shirt yeah but i think you can do that quite tastefully like yeah. the, but the, if you do it in the top left kind of small just look like a logo yeah exactly yeah, yeah that for example honestly that's what i was thinking like you know the portugal um portugal kind of just looks like a what do you call those shapes rectangles <laughs> um <laughs> it looks oh, you're gonna say some like really like, obscure yeah <laughs> difficult one no 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 no. that's that's where i'm at today yeah. um so a little one like that, just a little outline of Portugal on the top left of my shirt, that would be very cool. Simple, mm. something like that. I reckon you could just make that shirt. Okay, but so when when you say you still want it to be fashionable or, uh, fashionable or aesthetic. Oh yeah, yeah, what do um, I mean? Yeah, is that for yourself or saying what other people would see as aesthetic or something? I think it's both, if I'm honest. Of course, you, I would care what other people like mm. how other people would perceive it. I'd want it, I would rather someone think, oh, that looks cool than like, oh, that's not very nice to look at, mm. of course. But the biggest thing is feeling good. That's what I've learned about when I do, for example, 
wear a suit or wear my placement clothes, mm. I feel different in public. I was going to make the same point after we got over this part, but no, carry on. And uh, just the, the final preface to the episode, like 10 minutes in, these I'm not saying these are groundbreaking observations. I know that there are people who literally do degrees in fashion and yeah. understand it extremely well. I don't. But <laughs> I all I'm saying is I feel good when I'm wearing a suit or I'm wearing my placement clothes walking around. I just feel more confident. I feel like I look good. Mm. But this is actually quite a deep part where what you wear makes a huge impact on your own psychology. And you kind of almost have to take that into account to a certain extent. Because, yeah, even though all of my colors are the same, so that part is controlled for. When I wear my firm clothes, right, it's a smart shirt, you know, smart trousers and stuff. Shoes are, you know, kind of semi-smart. It's the, you know, barefoot shoes, but ideal for being on your feet all day. I do feel different the way I walk feels different not so much just because the clothes feel different on my body or whatever they fit in a different way but more just because psychologically I feel more like yeah confident or suave or whatever even though everything else is controlled for it's almost identical to what I would wear on a normal daily basis my t-shirt and jeans but yeah and I think that it's an interesting area to kind of think about because it goes to the point where okay yeah it changes how you your your step right it changes how you walk that can be both a good thing and a bad thing, depending on how far it pushes you. And I don't think it's the best psychological framing to have that your clothing can make such a big impact on your thinking process, your mood and stuff. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to say what I'm like, what I actually have in my mind, but it's more that, okay, you say like you become overconfident, right? And, and then you become like arrogant just because you're wearing a suit kind of thing or smart clothing mm -hmm. uh, compared to when you were just, you'd wear like your t-shirt and trackies or something. Is that a good thing? I do see this point. And um, first of all, I'm, I'm glad you've made it because I think it's like salient and I think it's reasonable. What I was going to, what I want to say back though at this point is we have to distinguish between a problem with the person mm. and the concept of like the fashion, you know, yeah. because you could say, well, when someone gets a haircut, they feel really good about themselves and they act more yeah, confidently, you know, and then fade it does feel different. Yeah. A fade, <laughs> it, it, or when I get my beard trimmed, I feel, <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel very good. <laughs> um, my beard is permanently trimmed. Um, but yeah, so, so I, I don't know. I, I, do you see what I'm saying there? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I think it's something you should be aware of. If it does, if if it, if you know, like, if you dress a certain way and it will just make you feel a certain, a different way, you know, quite to the extreme end, you should take that into account, I think. Um, I don't really know what the point is I'm trying to make, but I think because of something like that, that's why I chose almost what I chose. So there is, okay, so what what I wear, like I said, is basically all black and just permutations of that. Even though there aren't many permutations of black. <laughs> but one, it takes the decision out of it. So I never really have to think about it. Two, it's very simplistic. It doesn't attract any attention. I was telling my sister that I can just basically blend in with the background no matter what the background is. And she was like, what if it's white? But the thing is, there's black on white. You don't really, like, that doesn't really, like burst out to your eyes or something. It's, if they, if it was like bright red against white, then it would. 
So yeah, I can just kind of go around stealthily and not really attract any attention, which is something that I'd rather have just like walking around and stuff. I don't want to attract attention. I don't want people looking at me for whatever reason. And then the other reason is psychologically where I suppose sometimes when I would dress more smartly, it would change the way I walk and the way I feel and think and stuff. And that's something I didn't really like about myself. It wasn't to the extreme end, but I, I knew it was there. So I tried to control for as many factors in that. What about the enjoyment factor? Because, yeah, it's also a shame. I feel like it cuts out part of the enjoyment of just expressing yourself and mm. telling a story about yourself. Do you not think... I think this does tell a story about myself, though. Like, I suppose it does. It still is a form of expression. Mm. I just like simplicity. Mm. That's just how I like to keep things. And that is, I think, very in line with my personality. I like to keep things as simple as possible, just in every aspect of my life. And I suppose in Islam as well, the, the kind of general wisdom or like concept of like beauty for a man is in the man's simplicity to keep things simple and stuff and more like the adornment side is for, for the women. So I suppose that's the religious aspect of it to a certain extent. So I decide to kind of go a bit overboard um, and just try and make things as simple as possible. And what it really helped me to do is not really care about what people think of how I look because I chose quite a timeless. So my sister mentioned this concept of when she was kind of curating her clothes that she wanted to keep and the colors she wanted to keep and stuff, it's all like a white and beigey, sandy kind of look. Um, you know, more pastel colors and stuff, very simple, right? And it's a very timeless look. And that's kind of what I'm going with where, you know, t-shirt and jeans in a lot of eras is just kind of like fine. Like it's not, you you don't look at it and be like, oh, this is of this era. Okay, maybe of the more modern era t-shirt and jeans kind of thing. But um, I suppose the fitting of jeans has changed a lot over the past 50 years or whatever. But t-shirt and jeans is a very classic kind of outfit. And then a shirt and chinos is again, very basic. So you can like take a picture, put it in black and white, and it'd be hard to guess the exact kind of era you're in, um, if that makes sense. So that's what I'm kind of going for. So it's not really like what, offensive to anyone's eyes, if that makes sense. One, because there are no like disturbingly contrasting colors. And two, because the actual clothes themselves are just very basic and very standard. So again, very non-controversial. So I think that's the kind of route I was going down to just kind of keep it simple, kind of trying to address that side of Islam. And then also just my own personality where I like to keep things simple and as minimalist as possible. And it's not really something I want to think about. One partially probably because I'm not very good with having to think of fashion. It's just too much thought. Because I remember where I've always worn the same kind of thing. I'd always wear like a t-shirt and jeans and maybe a hoodie on top or something. But I, I used to, you know, have variety in the colors. But I remember sometimes I'd actually just get stressed out just thinking of the, like, mm. so it's not about the actual clothing like piece, but just the colors and stuff. And that would actually like, I'd, I'd spend some time sometimes thinking about that or just changing, like changing a couple of times, like, oh, no, I'll wear this hoodie or something. Um, and then I'd be like, oh, but the weather's this but then I don't have this color, like this color mm. ring, mm. raincoat for that or something. So then there just became too much like options. And then I'd have to buy loads more clothes. And I'd, I want to keep my number of possessions, at least with clothing, as low as possible. So it, all of these factors just kind of came into it. And I was, I think at least I'd like to think I was very intentional about every step I took to get to the point where I am now, where eventually it just kind of led down to this path where I now just wear the same thing with same colors and stuff. And I don't think about it. I mean, it's... It's all along the same lines. Like I see yeah. the, the point is basically, yeah, as you've just said, it, it simplifies the whole process. But I'm saying, what if that process is really enjoyable and now you're missing out on that process, which yes, there are stressful elements to it, just like how, I don't know, I really enjoy sport. 
in their stressful parts of sport, but there's also a lot of joy to derive from it. And I think people get a huge amount of joy to derive. I'm, I'm playing devil's yeah. advocate. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. There's so much, and, and for example, culturally, like yeah. if everyone were black around the whole world, wouldn't mm. that just be sad? Yes, it would. I'm not saying everyone should do that. It's just what works for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that it's, it might have come across that way, but I'm not saying that it's bad to, to care about your clothing uh -huh. and wear different colors and stuff. But yeah, it's just not what I do. And I think it's like the most optimal because it works for me. Right? I'm, I'm the same as you know. <laughs> I'm N equals one in my brain. So I, I'm N equals one in my sportswear. Yeah. If, if, the world were, if the world were more like me, everyone would be wearing football shirts. <laughs> yeah. Specifically Liverpool shirts and Bournemouth shirts maybe. I see, I see. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's something that every single person has to do. So every yeah. single person will have their own way of going about it. Yeah, so when it comes to the enjoyment aspect of it, I've realized, so recently I did wear something slightly different and it did feel kind of good. But the thing is, it felt good in a different way where it was just, one, it kind of opened up a lot of memories. Like when, like last time I wore this white shirt or something. Again, it was a very simple color, just white, but it's, I suppose it's a complete contrast to black. Um, but it felt just different. And I, I kind of noticed it and it was just nice because I was thinking more about the memories of me wearing that. So that was a different kind of enjoyment from it. But again, it was still very simple. I didn't have to think about it. I was like, I just pulled off a white shirt and just wore it. It's because all my black shirts were in the wash. So I had to, you know, take the L, I suppose. But it was kind of a W. Um, but the other thing is that no one has ever, I suppose because of the nature of the clothes, like I said, the clothing pieces and the color colors are non-controversial and they don't attract anyone's attention. No one's really made the comment that I just wear the same thing every day. As in like people know, at least my close friends, and they will sometimes make jokes about it. Like, oh, you're wearing black today. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, the thing is when I have wore, worn other colors just randomly sometimes or when I had to like wear a suit and just wear something like more fancy, basically like a proper suit. And I don't have I wasn't going to wear like a straight black suit because then it's like, you know, you're going mm. to a funeral or something. Then, yeah, some people give like more genuine compliments. I felt, you know, sometimes be like, oh, you know, you, I like your shoes or whatever. But people like actually give like you. At least to me, the the compliments felt genuine, and I don't know. It just hit a nicer spot. It, it was kind of nice. But the thing is, is that if I were to just do that all the time, then that would become the norm. So I'd rather have my norm be very simple. And then when the special occasion comes, then I'll you know up up dress, if if that's a word. Mm -hmm. So yeah, <laughs> I think that's sufficient time to have understood your perspective on it. It is just a perspective and yes. I do definitely see where you're coming from and as I said I think I'm quite similar to you the only thing is it's it's not by choice it's more just by limitation of my <laughs> capacity yeah. to be creative with what I wear I actually yeah. went about 18 months recently without owning a pair of jeans and I survived I didn't realize how versatile jeans are I'm yeah, enjoying jeans that now are goated, man. I know man I, I had chinos which yeah. I guess are kind of they sound similar genos chino yeah. oh, sorry oh. <laughs> surely there are genos somewhere Gino's. You know, you get all this like, you know, smart, um, like yeah, loungewear kind of stuff. I've seen it in Uniqlo. You can wear like yeah, smart it, sportswear. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, no, but there'll be like smart trousers, but it has like an elasticated waist, like a pair of trackies. Mm. Like that, that's kind of lit, that you know, kind of until you have to tuck in your shirt. But <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that wraps things up on that end for me. I was also wondering, um, I haven't asked you this yet, but would you be okay if I, I would like, you know, I really like geography. Mm hmm. Can I just sometimes give a random geography fact in the episode? Let's just do it at the end of every episode. Yeah, this yes. is my, my weekly, because that will satiate Th me This will just be our weekly insight into random geography facts. And maybe I'll read some random quote. It's, uh, there's one in particular I'm looking for. One sec. 
So this week's fact is about Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And our yesterday we were, we were moving. We moved house yesterday, all our belongings from storage to our new flat. And the driver, he was born in Ethiopia and raised in Ethiopia until like he was 18 maybe. And then he moved to Italy. But uh, he was telling us a bit about it. And uh, he was from the capital, Addis Ababa. I know it's not pronounced like that in Amharic. It's pronounced like... I'll give it a go. It's going to be terrible. Addis Ababa. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but basically, it's very slightly different. And I didn't. Re- I just thought it was interesting to know that that means new flower, which is really mm. pretty. So the capital is just called New Flower. Isn't that lovely? That, that is very nice. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very well, interesting country. Who thought of the word London? Uh, is it from Latin? Probably, yeah. What, what does it mean? Is there a meaning? Okay. It looks like it's a historical oh they're not actually really sure it could either be named after someone um king lud who once controlled the city oh my gosh there's a whole wikipedia article on the etymology of london wow okay after this episode i'm definitely gonna check that out <laughs> anyway okay we'll leave it there with the uh, okay. geography fact but yeah new flower Addis Ababa. That's interesting cool. and i suppose i'll give one quote and i was talking to you in the kitchen about this i wrote this down on the 28th of july um 2021 and it goes <clears throat> The intelligent man is not the one who knows good from evil. The intelligent man is the one who knows the better of two goods and the worse of two evils. And that was by Ibn Taymiyyah from his book, I assume, Against Extremisms on page 258. So Cool. Also, I know my geography fact wasn't a very geography fact. It was mm. more just a random fact about a country. All right. Let, let's have a proper geography fact. Oh, then. okay. All right. Let's have a proper geography fact. I want to make it a nice one. The USA and China have very similar land areas, but the USA gets a bit sneaky with the classification and it includes some of the water area in its official size. <laughs> no way. To make sure that it's listed. Number so one. they consider themselves to have a greater land area than China and China considers themselves to have a greater land area than uh, the USA. That's quite an interesting that's one. But so they're, they're remarkably similar in their size. That That's so funny. So in, in schools, like in China, they'd be taught, like the kids would be taught that, yeah, China has more land area than America. But then American, like, obviously they don't, they probably don't te- teach this fact. But if they were to, in America, they'd say, no, like, yeah, America's bigger they than China. They both think they're third. They both think they're the third largest country in the world. That's insane. By land area. What, what's the most standardized way, just pure land and not water. Um, and that's, I pers- So me personally, I would consider China to be larger. Yeah. But then you also get into the very interesting dispute of borders. So what do you, so, I mean, the Chinese would consider Taiwan as part of China. Mm. So then you've got an extra few thousand, tens of thousands of um, square kilometers and stuff. So yeah, it gets, it gets a bit sticky as well. That's the problem with this stuff. So yeah, there is no like set number because it literally depends on so many things. It's like coastlines. Mm. You've probably heard that coastlines are very hard to quantify in terms of their length because do you, if you stood there with a meter stick, what if the coast is very jagged? You're going to have a huge coastline. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, are you going to go from distance of the start to the end of it? Some coastlines are very straight. Some are very like jaggedy. So anyway, I don't want to turn this into a joke for you section of each episode, but um, that's quite cool. Yeah. We we can leave it there. All right. I suppose we will. Okay. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Getting It. If you enjoyed this episode. Or didn't. Then feel free to leave us a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app or on the Apple Podcasts website. We'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas or questions about anything we discussed. So feel free to email us at thoughts at gettingit.co.uk. 
You can also reach us on Twitter or Instagram at gettingit underscore pod. You can find all the links in the show notes.